You're listening to episode 176 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today's topic is Travelers Finding Grief Community with Julie Spears. You're listening to Christian Travelers Network, the podcast and platform where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, I'm so glad that you're here. We have an amazing guest, Julie, who's going to be talking a little bit about finding community and working through grief and how that plays a part in our faith and in our travels today. But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources. And in the next couple of weeks, we will be launching our online platform where you can connect with other travelers, plan trips together, and share your God-sized travel moments. But without further ado, Julie is a graduate of Troy State University and a certified paddleboard instructor. She serves grieving mothers with her personal story of exceptional loss. She enjoys spending time with Jesus, family, at the beach, and dancing. Hi, Julie. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, and I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we're so glad to have you here. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your story with grief? Yeah, so um, it's kind of been a crazy journey. I uh, started out, I've had a, uh, a great 18-year career um, with one of the largest dialysis providers and teaching kidney disease. And uh, in the middle of all of that, later on, I lost a son. And uh, that just kind of changed how I look at things, of course, and the grief process. And I think what really, uh, what really stands out is so many people grieve. It's not just losing a child. It's just the different things that we go through in life. And I really connected with the kidney people. And just then when I stepped away from that and I joined, you know, started paddleboarding, um, I think I've just found that it a lot of people grieve different things. Um, and that kind of catapulted this journey to say, how can I share? Really, I didn't want to share at all. Um, but I felt like God was like, share your story, share, you need to share your story. Um, and through lots of prayer and just asking him, how do I go forward? What do I do to go forward rather than using my own strength? Um, here we are. Well, thank you for sharing part of your story. Um, that does bring up so many questions for a lot of people. Just do they share their story? What does that look like? How do they find community? Um, what would be just some initial, uh, thoughts or advice for someone who's maybe in the midst of grief right now? I say it's easy. It's so easy to isolate yourself, um, and, and really just pull away from everybody, uh, with grievers. And first I thought it's just me, you know, like, am I a crazy one? Like what is wrong with me? But the more that I started getting out and seeing things again, it's a lot of people. And so for me, it was, it, it started out with prayer, like Jesus, tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. And I think, you know, I looked at the worldly views and um, they were so disappointing. Like I never found satisfaction in worldly views because I couldn't meet that expectation. But then, you know, like 
you start reading the Bible and you give it to God. And I think when, when there's a verse that's uh, John 16, 22, and he says, you know, like, um, it's your time of grief, but um, like, you'll see him again, rejoice. And I keep thinking about, you know, rejoicing and no one will take away your joy. And the more that I would hear those things, it was like, okay, I can give you like, God, I can give you, God can give you everything, but then you have to kind of step out and believe and have faith. And those little nudges that he's sharing with you when you, when you do seek him. And for me, it was get outside. Um, and that was a challenge because getting outside was like, I just could go outside anytime. Like, what is this going to be for me? But it was getting outside and finding joy from that moment, you know, and sometimes it would be just a little while, but then it became, okay, well, now I need to go and meet people. And during those moments of like just the deep grief being around people can be hard because for me, I felt like I had this big tattoo across my head, you know, and like everybody could see it and they did see, but what they saw was the love that I was, I really do think that they see like your inside. They, you know, they can feel mm -hmm. that you need this love. And let me just tell you, my community gave it. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't all know my story, which is what makes it even that much more beautiful. And at the, so to another griever, I would say, get outside. And then if there's one place that you find comfort, then even if you have to repeat going to that same place over and over, do it. Um, because you you can't get out if you're staying in the same jar. You Once you step out of that jar, things happen. And even if it means that you do that same thing for a year, that's okay. It took me a long time to get out into the community. Um, but when I did, and I just kept doing it, and I kept doing it, um, that was a big step. Hmm. I think if I could add one more thing, it would be that I hear and, and I resonated with well, I've changed. Nobody wants to be around me anymore. I'm so different. Like there's no value in me. Mm -hmm. And people would offer a hand and I would come up with my own reasoning why I shouldn't take their hand. You know, they're too busy or it's they're just doing it because I am a griever or whatever it could be. And that has to stop because the pe the help that people offer is almost like God's gift of saying, I got you, come on. Here's somebody holding your hand. Like they're willing to give you so much love. And from somebody who's, you know, I just threw love away my whole life. Like I was never good enough. And, you know, God couldn't love me. I'm such a big sinner. But the more love that I accepted from people, it was almost like I began to love me um, mm -hmm. and love other people in a much bigger, more authentic, just transparent way that has really filled my heart with something I never knew existed. And I would say that's Jesus, you know, like love and his love and just learning. That's awesome. It sounds like it, it um, as someone who's walked through grief, you, it is a gradual process, but it's also um, once you're out there, it's getting that community and um, just being willing to step out. Um, and give it yeah. to the Lord in the process. Yeah. Um, how do you see grief playing a role in travel? I think that when you can get out and travel the world in that grief, I think that it's almost like it can be a comfort zone. 
um, a way to explore who you are rather than where you are. Because a lot of times we associate right here in this moment, this is how I feel. But then when you step away and you see new things, new people, new life, it's almost a way to give yourself new life, you know? Um, and depending on where you go, just the beauty and the joy that, you know, God brings when he's out there, it's, that's the magic. I think that's where the magic happens. Absolutely. Um, you were just mentioning how like you felt because of your grief, you changed as a person. Um, do you feel like travel helps you maybe further explore who you are, um, with this loss? You know, I do. And I think the reason is because my experience with grief was kind of like I had built, like I had this platter, I had this plate. And it was, I don't say perfect. There were broken pieces and things that were knocked over and chipped and, you know. But for the most part, the things that were stacked on this plate, I was perfectly okay with, you know. And when the accident happened with Zach, it was like, now I'm left with this clean slate and nothing's there I mean no broken it's just gone and so I think by having to re figure out who I am as a person as a grieving mom and like who I want to live this life as Jesus has called me to live it feels like by traveling I get to experience the world and a whole new perspective like through his eyes not my own and mm -hmm. that's been great for me because now you know even though I may not get to travel as much as at the first part of um, after the accident, I traveled a good bit. And then now I have so many people traveling to me and it gives me a lot of joy when they come to me and I get to share a little bit of, you know, God's face with them here at the beach. It's, it's been a great thing. Yes. And at the beach, you're doing paddle boarding, uh, you're talking about your faith, you're talking through grief. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that looks like? Yes. So um, not long after Zach's accident, a neighbor asked about paddle boarding and I had two boards. So we started going. Well, that turned into every day. We would paddle every day, morning and night. And it was, it was like... Um, I say paddleboarding, but I think it could be different for everybody, you know, whatever they choose. But uh, I quit, you know, winter came and I just quit. And that's when I really hit my hard times. And uh, probably it was actually two years ago, um, right after COVID or in that time frame, my husband's like, Jill, you got to get out. We got to get out of this house. You know, like, what are you going to do? And what brought me joy was the paddleboarding. And so I um, decided to start lessons and, you know, that's how I became certified. I started that route. And it, for me, it was, I knew that I needed to get out. This got me out. And then now I get to share it with other people, um, which is amazing. So that's what we do with the, um, the lessons and then coaching. And I do, um, like I'll take people out on the board and just share a little bit of my life with them. Um, it feels good to give back. That's awesome. Um, I used to be a fitness instructor and it always, for me, it always felt like because I was expected to be there because other people were, um, going to rely on me to be there. It was like this extra accountability to get out of the house to like, to show up. Do you feel like that helped you as well? It did help me. Um, 
one, it helped me to get outside, which, because it was, it was, um, you have to do it. So you're exactly right. But I think the part that really helped me was learning how to share my story and learning mm-hmm. how to tell people why you're here or, or what you've done for me by booking a tour with me or, you know, by allowing me to show you what I, how I see the face of God every day. Um, because like after Zach's accident, I had to learn, like, I remember talking with a friend, like, I don't know how to tell people I have two kids, you know, because it just, I would just stumble all over myself and I still do sometimes. And so, um, being able to be on the board, on the water and what has like the best part, I think is when I don't have to tell and they ask and I get Mm -hmm. to say, Oh yeah, I get to tell you my story because God is in my story. He is my story. And um, there's this part of me that's like, I get to share a little bit of piece of him with people that may not have heard about Jesus in the way that I get to live with him, you know, and um, that's, that's just amazing to me. That is awesome. Um, Speaking of stories, I feel like sometimes with grief, um, it's just really hard to know how to be like, honest about your grief or open about it do you have any advice for someone struggling with that yeah you know when we think about um grief and we think about god and we think about who we are i think who we were is no longer there um for me anyway my experience is who i was i'm not that same person today And I look at, you know, God says, renew your mind and, you know, just don't look to the worldly views, but, you know, look to me and look to my will. And I think that's really the thing is just seeking him, lead me, guide me and show me. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it it has totally changed who I am as a person and how I walk out the day. Absolutely. And I'm glad that God is such a big rock and foundation um, as you walk through this season. it I For those who don't have the Lord in their life, I just can't imagine um, what that would look like without him. No, no I, I know that he's with the broken and those that are Christian spirit, because I mean, of course, it says that, you know, we, we know that from uh, Psalms, but I think it's your our past um, sometimes can get away with it, it gets in it interferes with who we are in the future mm-hmm. and so for people that are going through hard times I know for me my past was like just it was almost a heavier backpack than anything because overcoming grief overcoming past it all like came crashing in and I think the part when you incorporate just laying it down and saying, God, who do you, who, who do you want me to be? You know, who am I going to be? What does that look like for me? And uh, that was a true catapult for me. And I think that led to the exploring, going to new places and having the confidence to take people on the board and having confidence to talk about him. And it's, it really is, it really was renewing my mind, you know, and, um, I think that a lot of people, we want it right now so fast. And um, I would just say that, you know, like when you're somewhere new and you are traveling, that's the perfect moment to just really soak in and say, here I am in this new place. Like, 
who am I supposed to be when I go back? You know, because we get stuck right back in that same little, you know, depression or anxiety or whatever. But yeah, sometimes to try to like kind of open, it can renew your spirit. Yeah. Uh, I certainly do enjoy travel for that reason. Um, one of the things that, you know, maybe it's grief that I haven't personally processed. Maybe it's just, you know, being a broken human. But I often find myself comparing myself to the older me or the past, my past version of myself. As in, like, when I'm younger, I just had more energy or I, I was more this or more that. And I find myself comparing you know, I wish I used to be this way. How do you transition from, like, I, I imagine you have some comparison between your present and your past. How do you transition to maybe being more accepting of who you are? Uh, God, because that was the struggle was I wasn't accepting of who I was. I, unfortunately, I was did not like my life prior to. There were things that I liked about it, but it was more so gratification from work or mm -hmm. gratification from things, but feelings and emotions, I was just never good enough, you know. But I think what changed it was visualizing, like, and, and really, like, hearing the people in the Bible, like, you know, uh, Joseph, you know, you think about how, I mean, just how his life was, you know, with his dad in prison, and then, you know, now you get this, you're a governor, basically, and you're given this thing to be over, this land to be over. And I think about that and I think, okay, so if Noah can be Noah and Joseph, can, you know, all these people in the Bible, then I'm, I've got to be okay. I mean, I'm Julie. I got to be okay, you know. <laughs> and then I think about, you know, like how God had plans for them. And I'm like, okay, so if I can think about it that way and just totally take away like who these people, these worldly people think I need to be because, you know, this is how it started. I'll tell you how it started. I wanted to exercise and I kept telling my husband, I need to exercise. And he's like, okay, let's do it. But he would never go. He would not get up out of the bed. And then I was like, Ken, I need to exercise. Like, why are, why are we not doing this? You know? And I really struggled with that. And then it hit me. He's, he's, it's you. This is you. And so I, I would visualize who I wanted to be. I would talk to God about it. And I would say, this is what I think. Show me, tell me, guide me, put thoughts in my mind. Like, I really want to be who I need to be, but I don't know what that is. And um, I think that's where my journey began because then I would have thoughts that I'd never thought of. And I'm like, me? Do that? Huh. You know, but then I would do it and I was like, okay, I got you, God. This is great. Um, and it's scary. Every day is scary, like uh, putting myself out there on Instagram and just trying to talk to people about grief and kidneys. I'm like, who is that girl? <laughs> it's not me. Oh, man. Well, that's amazing. And um, I love how you involve God in that conversation and that look towards the future and what you wanted to become and will continue to become um, and are listening to his spirit as he speaks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Julie, we're nearing the end of today's episode. Do you have any other tips for Christian travelers that you'd like to share? Hmm. I think that sometimes when we travel, we have to get it all in. 
you know, it's like you've got to pack this huge to-do list and everybody's going around and sometimes your travels just may seem a little chaotic. So I would say that when you're traveling to make sure to schedule some joy time so that you really get to experience and maybe just talk to God before you go and just say, hey, this is where we're going. I would really like to see your face and just open my heart and my eyes so that I can be where you need me to be and see what what you want me to see. Because I think sometimes we get so hurried and even isolated in our own selves that we miss. I know I did. I missed a lot of things because I was just not, and my head wasn't up. I wasn't looking up, you know, um, makes me think of that song, look up child, but um, schedule some time and just look up. Look up. Yeah. Yes. And if that. you're near 30A, come see me. If you're near <laughs> 30A on Santa Rosa Beach, come see me for a paddleboard tour. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, one of the questions that I always ask our guests is what has been the biggest God moment in all of your travels? We went to Ireland not too long ago, um, a couple years ago, and we decided that we would, instead of like doing a big Christmas with gifts and all that, we would take family and everybody traveling. And um, our families, they've been kind of broken, you know, and pulling everybody together to go on a trip or to go and just spend time together. And then, but I think the biggest part about it is I've always traveled with expectations, mm-hmm. you know, and what changed, and, and it was almost like a miserable traveling trip. If you can imagine, you know, this is going to be my way. And if it didn't happen like that, then, I mean, it went sour really quick. And even if it was all good intentions, you know, mm-hmm. and so God, I think has used my travels to pull my family closer together. And to be appreciative that, okay, we're all together, whatever happens, enjoy your moment, but really just to have a time that we put everything aside and we only focus on each other. So we even have some boundaries, things we don't talk about or, you know, how we're going to spend the time, but it's basically we're together. And I've never really had the opportunity to do that. And so our travel moments, like God is in our moments because I have my entire family together and I've prayed for that for many many years and so to be able to see it and to do it it's like okay I like it um yeah that's wonderful um thank you so much for sharing um and I'm so glad that God has been able to kind of bring you all together uh through travel in such a unique way yeah well uh Julie Um, How can our listeners connect with you outside of today's episode? Well, uh, so I'm on Instagram at julie.k.spears. And um, for for, uh, paddleboarding, it's 30A Paddleboard Tours um, or Jewel Z, Jewel, J-U-L-E-Z, because that Z is for Zach, 30A. And then I also do the kidney coaching. And so it's just juliespears.com. Okay. Well, the we'll Julie sure. K. Spears will find me everywhere. Perfect. We'll make sure to have those links in the description below. Um, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Well, Christian travelers, I hope that you have been encouraged. And if you're dealing with grief or are struggling with something in your past that is preventing you to maybe look to the future um, or is 
causing you to focus more on the loss than on the hope that the Lord gives us. I hope that you've taken some encouraging words from Julie and will take them in your travels, um, whether it's just in your local community or around the world. If you're looking for related episodes, I encourage you to check out episode 52, Processing Grief During COVID. I know many of us um, are kind of trying to put that on the back burner, but some of those lessons still apply today. Or episode 68, Creating Christian Community, such an important part, as Julie said, of uh, continuing that journey, having that accountability and those friends to encourage us as we continue to grow. Until next time, safe travels and God bless.